Hey everyone, this is Beth. And I'm Jeff. And this is your Enneagram Coach, the podcast. And we're here to help you to understand yourself with astonishing clarity so that you can break free from self-condemnation, fear, and shame by knowing and experiencing the unconditional love, forgiveness, and freedom in Christ. Well, we're on YouTube, so hopefully you're going to head over there, watch this podcast, and make sure if you're there, hit like and subscribe so you don't miss any of our new content. We're going to be talking about type nine and their wings, uh, which are type eight and type one. If the concept of wings is new to you, check out episode 160 where we explain what Enneagram wings are, uh, particularly in detail. Exactly. <laughs> but so for the type eight, and you know, people can be really surprised, like how can a type nine have a type eight wing? Like how does this even, and hey, we understand, we get it. I'm sure, Brandon, you, you would, having a more dominant eight wing is such a conflict internally. But let me just kind mm-hmm. of describe how the eights are. So the eights are super resourceful. They're driven. They're decisive. They're natural leaders. They champion themselves, but also others, providing protection, plowing a path for others. Um, they see where people really fit in the world, and they have the confidence to ensure that they get in the right seat of the bus and to get them where they need to go. So it's a great asset. They're independent. Um, they struggle with vulnerability and so do nines. And so they're going to be a little bit more pulled back and reserved, cautious, kind of waiting to see, can I trust you? Where, where are you going to take my vulnerability? Um, so that you can kind of, you, they might be very personable, but they may not be as vulnerable. I always talk about how I can be very transparent with the things that I feel comfortable being transparent with, but vulnerability is a whole different ballgame. Vulnerability is like, I don't know what you're going to do with this information. Transparency is like, you know, if you take this information and you hurt me with it, I'm okay with that. But the vulnerability piece, I'm going to hold back. Now, so what I'd love to hear from you guys is how do you see your type eight wing showing up in ways that not only brings you confidence and uh, assurance, but it also brings the ability to plow a path for others because nines are great at this as well. We're, we champion people. We want everyone to have a place at the table to be heard, uh, to be seen, you know, because that's what we fear that we're not being heard or seen. So how does this eight part of your heart show up in these really dynamic, strong, confident ways? Brandon, why don't we go with you first? Um, yeah, it is a definite, definite internal conflict <laughs> of uh, – the back and forth of I want my voice to be heard, but do I really? Um, I I have this story of uh, a staff member that I had to fire. Mm. Um, that was just like the worst, and because they were a friend of oh. mine, and uh, and they just weren't any fun to work around. And they were an eight with a seven seven wings. So, uh, I knew I had a battle or a confrontation coming up for this. And I just remember the thought of going like, this will not end you. And you have the strength to, to plow through this and do this in a way. So like, you know, during the conversation, I'm, I'm in tears because like, I'm so sorry that this is the case, but you have to go kind of a thing. And, uh, I literally, I was like, had to do my power pose before the meeting. (laughs) Like I had to get my energy up in order to do it, but I had to utilize that in order to do it. And I, as I'm getting older, I'm realizing how much I utilize my eight to 
to get things done and move things forward because I think if I leaned on that one thing, I would scrutinize, I would try to make sure it's perfect. And so much of it is just like, all right, we're moving now and we're going to figure it out along yeah, the way. Exactly. Yeah. I love the, so what, what was her name that did the power pose Ted talk? Was it Amy something? Anyway. I don't know. I think yeah, so. I think it was Amy. I wish I could remember that. So is night. there like a pregame speech that you give yourself? I, I mean, I want to, oh, yeah. I want to know more about this. Uh, well, that's, like when I before soccer games growing up, I'd listen. Oh, that's right. What did you listen to, Beth? <laughs> well, I forgot the name. Tell of it. us. LL Cool J. Yeah, but what was the title? Uh. Um, it's the one about. Uh, I'm gonna. Oh gosh, I can't remember the name of it now. Mama said, "Knock you out." Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that's Some, the something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I would, as a nine, it's like we we are so passive and we don't want to hurt anyone. And so just to get us out of that orbit, I would listen to that song to get me in some kind of assertive orbit, like some sort of confident 100%. orbit. And and I do that even like when I'm going to go speak. You know, there's there's times where that nine part of my heart's like, does anyone really want to hear what I have to say? And I have to go, wait, I've got eight right here next to me with a lot of confidence and assurance. And I can tap into that energy and get out there and... Whatever happens, happens, and it's okay. You know, I'm just going to be me. And I think that's the good mm -hmm. phrase right there. Whatever happens, happens. Yeah. Yeah. It's like there's this, I'm going to work as hard as I can or do the best that I can, but also ultimately the cards will fall where they may, and I can be okay yeah. with that. Yeah. Well, Laura, Yeah. what about your eight wing? Um, my little eight wing <laughs> likes to say, you're doing fine, Laura, just keep going. You're, you know, I mean, it is that part of me that does keep me going and keep me yeah, motivated. Yeah. I think it's been a helpful part in me in like, um, I was nodding my head, you know, Beth, when you were talking about presentations, anytime I have to lead a workshop or do a presentation or, um, work with teams, mm -hmm. um, you know, I think my eight wing comes out much more stronger. Um, I've been told, um, in a leadership position, I'm gentle, but firm. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I definitely think that that is the eight side of me coming out, um, trying to um, see um, everybody's perspective, everybody's point of view, but still yet have the, um, the challenge of knowing what the end goal is and helping people right. like accomplish that what we have to accomplish. And so I really see it as a strength in me in kind of in the work that I'm doing, trying to, you know, um, meet with people, kind of see people where they're at. And, um, but more than anything, give me the confidence that I need to show up and be. Safe. Absolutely. You know, Beth, Beth has a, uh, a picture is actually Adam Breckenridge, our director of coaching gave her as a gift and it's of, uh, an elephant and it's the matriarch leading with the whole clan behind her. Mm -hmm. Is it a clan of elephants? Does anybody know? Herd? A herd of elephants? I think it's a herd oh. of elephants. But We're going to go with herd. We're going to go with a herd. So Beth know. has a herd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So my team. That's so funny. That's going to be the new <laughs> conversation. Beth, Beth and her herd. Yeah. Um, but do you think that portrait that shows this matriarch leading the way and I hearing Laura talk about perseverance and even Brandon, that you're going to get through this, mm -hmm. that it's the eight part of your heart that really is that you see that gentle strength in an elephant. Oh, yeah. Like, because you know, nines are so afraid of their anger. 
which mm-hmm. eights, nines, and ones, that's their, the, the emotion that they all, all three of them actually have common uh, commonality to. But the nine is just trying to really like suppress it and not even see mm-hmm. it. But it's so important. A, a lot of people think, oh, anger is bad. We're talking about passion. We're talking about this drive within us. And the nine's drive, the nine's passion is to not see other people marginalized, harmed, uh, controlled, to be overlooked. Like that mm-hmm. really infuriates us. Now, whether we actually do anything with that or if we just sit by the wayside, that kind of depends on the type nine. But a lot of times when I feel that surge of energy inside, I remind myself, no, this is a good thing if I use it correctly. So now, There was that one time that uh, we had talked about it. We, you and I were getting spun out. Yeah. And you we you were up here working. I was. And... went upstairs to work to kind of cool down a little bit. And then we, we worked it out really quickly through text message. And I was like, hey, I've got all this energy inside because, you know, I was frustrated. I was upset. And I was like, I, I'm getting clarity in the moment of what I need to get done. So I'm just going to stay up here and knock this out. And he was like, cool. And so for us nines, we lack that inertia to get things moving. And the eight can really mm-hmm. assist and help us. And so it's tapping into the quote unquote anger, but it's really passion or drive or vision that we have. And we're so afraid of tapping into it. But if we'll tap into it, so much good can come from it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now we're going to talk Uh-oh. about the unhealthy parts. <laughs> we of don't have eight. any unhealthy parts of the eight. <laughs> You bring out only the best of the eight, right? Well, remember, it does have positive intention, and so it's intended to protect us from harm. It's doing its best, and it needs uh, you to see its good intentions in order to bring Christ's grace and healing to it. So the eight wing for the nine can make you passive-aggressive, irritable, frustrated, or stubborn if you feel overlooked or betrayed. You'll be more controlling and demanding that others listen to you. You'll also struggle to stay tender and patient when others are being disrespected, bullied, or harmed. And you'll avoid vulnerability if you fear that others will take advantage of you and manipulate you into their agendas and desires. Uh, I've often heard it said that type 8s describe a fire in their gut that propels them forward. And whether it's towards something that they are passionate about or angry about. So if you feel this fire, it may be a clue that that's your type 8 wing that's being activated. Um, Why don't we start with you, Brandon? How does the 8 wing show up for you in a less healthy way? We'll be back after a quick break. Moms, I am so excited to share with you a huge and wonderful opportunity that we've created for you this summer. It's our Enneagram for Moms cohorts. Yes, a group of moms of your same Enneagram type coming together for a safe place to connect, share, and hear and be validated. Wouldn't that be amazing to be with other moms of your same Enneagram type who see the world through the same lens and truly understand you? It's going to be amazing. But here's the thing. There are only 25 spots per cohort. We have one in the daytime and one in the evening of your type to choose from. You're going to want to sign up the day it opens. We open registration May 6th to May 13th. Now, these groups will kick off the week of June 10th, and they will go until the week of July 29th. That's eight weeks together for 90 minutes sharing, laughing, crying, 
being together in that safe, intimate place to connect with moms, to develop deep, meaningful friendships. And there's so many other things that are going to come with the cohort. I hope that you will join us and learn more when you sign up on May 6th to May 13th at yourenneagramcoach.com forward slash cohorts. I can't wait to see you there. Uh, I, I noticed that the statements in my head are often, um, I'm doing this at all costs, um, where it's just a good indicator for me to go like, I'm, we're moving ahead. And if you're in my way, that's a bummer for you. <laughs> um, and like, and so th- this week I was overlooked. Um, I'm having to move my 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 staff to a different location and i had to meet with the city to like um figure out if if this was feasible Mm -hmm. and uh there's a whole backstory to that that's just a web of mess and dealing with city government Mm -hmm. is never usually all that easy or fun and just in emails and phone calls that aren't returned that i finally meet with these people face to face and they are acting like everything is peachy keen and I just felt overlooked and I didn't realize it until after I had left the meeting Mm -hmm. when I was able to sit still and go hey wait a minute and I realized then like I'm going to make this painful for Mm -hmm. them that was like one of my first thoughts (laughs) (laughs) yeah kind of like like, they took advantage of me yeah, absolutely. They took advantage of me and my time and my word. And and now, like, my first thought was, I, I want to make this painful for them. Mm. And I was like, oh, man, that that's not a fun thought to have. You know, Brendan, it, it's interesting. And, and I'll speak to just our marriage dynamic as well. Oftentimes, I experience Beth's eight wing. We call her um, Regina. Regina. Um, she can be mm-hmm. either remarkable Regina or raging. And so... Raging, Regina. I, I experienced Regina. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll leave out any of the adjectives for now <laughs> first. But usually there's uh, Victoria, her one wing is right behind it. And what's really behind all of that is this accommodating part um, for Beth. Do you find that like when it takes time for the eight part of you to show up, or does that present to others first as these other processes are happening internally? It definitely takes time, but once it shows up, it's very present. Yeah. Um, and my, I know that my language gets less um, cluttered and very much more direct. Right. Yeah. Um, and so in, in in normal nine speaking patterns, we're, we're very meandering and wandering. But once eight shows up, it's like, do this. Yes. Gotcha. Yeah. Period. I, yeah, I, well, actually, Laura, let's hear from you. Oh, wait, no, do we are, did you? No, yeah. She needs to talk about okay. her. I remember we, her talking about the equal eight. opportunity here. No, Laura has to I talk about remember. her character defects. I remember too. her talking about her, her, her little eight wing. And so I couldn't remember if that was this part or. Yeah, that's right. Okay, so Laura, let's hear from you and then yeah. I'll divulge all my stuff. Yeah. 
I was actually saying little eight wing is actually pretty, you know, can be pretty big, <laughs> you know, especially <laughs> when it's unhealthy. Um, but yeah, I, I see more of my unhealthy eight wing coming out more so in, in like a very stubborn streak, mm. you know, I just get kind of very firm and set kind of in my ways. And, um, and, and oftentimes I think the struggle is, is like, I internalize that and I don't like it. Like when I, I think that's why it, it takes so long to fester and burn and then kind of like explode, um, you know, maybe sometimes for me, but I find myself like if I'm feeling overlooked or if I'm feeling, um, you know, like someone has wronged me or said something in a certain way, like I immediately just kind of get stubborn and kind of shut down. I can feel that internally in me, that fire. And it, as much as I dislike it, it's written all over my body language. You, you know, I can feel it coming out of my body language, even though I'm kind of tendently, you know, I'm technically shutting down. I'm not necessarily saying anything, but I'm saying a whole lot. Yeah. Without right. Saying anything, right. If that makes sense. Um, and so that's where I can kind of see the unhealthy eight in me come out is kind of really when, um, when I withdraw and, um, and shut down and get really stubborn and that passive aggressive behavior comes up. One of the things that we've come to understand and just in our experience in our own therapeutic work, uh, but also with, uh, our latest book more than your number is that, uh, these wings have relationships with one another too. Mm -hmm. So, I I mean, if you think Laura, how does your one feel about Mm -hmm. your eight wing? It does not like it at all. It doesn't think that, I mean, like it doesn't like it when it's unhealthy because it doesn't think that I'm doing something right. Like I, especially like when I know like good communication skills and good healthy communication skills, like it's like, I know I'm doing something that is ineffective in essence. That's the worst. And this one wing is like right behind yes. telling me you're doing this wrong. Why, you know, this isn't the right way to communicate. This isn't the right mm-hmm. way to have a healthy relationship or do things. And so then it just, that cycle just goes round and round into, okay, so now I'm spiraling, right? Yeah. Because now I'm bad and, you know, all that other stuff, you know, yes. you just got to really, really work hard to turn that around and yeah. you know, get back to that true self of yours. Now, you Brendan, know, it sounds like from your story that your eight wing sort of controls the one, like, I forget you, I'm going to do what I want to do anyway. Yeah, that's it's the stubborn part of like, we're just doing this. But Laura, I mean, like, it's so well said, because my word would be measured for me, like, my one is looking at the eight and going like, you know, you can be more measured. Mm-hmm. And you're not, you're letting the the anger that you don't want to take over, take over. Right. Yep. Yeah, it's I mean, what a, there is a the gift of the eight if if a nine is always accommodating and reading people. And in in the midst of that, being overlooked by others, it is so neat to know that God has given nines a part of them that's willing to stand up for them and to show up and to speak. Yep, that's true. I know for me, you know, this goes really into our EIP, Enneagram Internal Profile, which is what's in our book, More Than Your Number, is how my connecting parts relate to one another. And so what usually happens is, my accommodating part, my type nine accommodating part is always reading everyone. And how do I make everyone happy? And I've worked really hard. I'm actually way more exhausted internally than people realize um, because I can't let up. But 
then my sixth part will come in and start thinking about all the relational mishaps that could happen because it's all about relationships and connection. And like, well, what if I do this? Or what if that happens? And so I'm constantly shifting. And then when I get a sense that someone is unhappy, my three is like, see, you're not good enough. You didn't succeed at this. Great job. You know, now they're frustrated. And then my one will show up and be like, you're not a good wife or you're not a good mom. You're not a good Enneagram coach or you're not, you know, whatever it is. And it starts berating me in that, in that tone. It's more of a curt, nitpicky, critical tone. And then after that, then that happens over and over and over again. This is where you don't even know it's happening, right? I mean, all I said was, would you like a piece of candy? <laughs> I, I'm joking. That's not true. <laughs> but so it could be like, let's say um, when the kids were younger, like I'm trying to make my kids happy, you know, and yeah. we're going to do something fun. And we're going to, you know, I'm trying to think of the best way to do something that causes the least friction, the least whining, you know. And then when, let's say, they would whine or get upset or throw a tantrum, internally, part of me is like, see, you didn't figure this out well enough. You couldn't have made this more peaceable. And then maybe that one comes in and starts to criticize me. But after that happens too much, and let's say the kids were continually whining or upset or the person's upset, then my eight wing shows up. And let me tell you, when she shows up, she's had enough. And she's like protecting me, my my wounded self, from not only those externally from me that are doing whatever, but my internal world. So she's plowing over my six, my three, and my one saying, enough's enough, back off. And then she's also telling everyone else to back off externally. And no one really enjoys that. Yeah, I, I don't know <laughs> if I can remember times when you've told me to back off. <laughs> But you know what I mean? Like it no, comes across in that passive-aggressive, yeah, stubborn. Was, I meant that no, I know, sufficiently because I, mean, that, no, I know point, exactly <laughs> when you want me to leave you alone. Well, I know. But what I think it's good for the listeners to recognize that's, so much more is going that's on. the blend of the nine with the eight is right. that, again, it's like a brick that has a little less bubble wrap around it than the one. It's still like maybe and felt... The, and it's interesting covered hearing brick. you say that because it's probably the eight that gives the one the permission to be critical of others because you would never want to be critical of others. No, I really hate that. But it would finally be like, no, you need to, you need to bring it. I mean, Brendan felt that, right? I mean, when you were with the city and like, no, yeah. I, I don't want to tell you that you've messed with me. Well, and there's a healthy way of showing sure. up and defending or helping others uh, that are marginalized, even ourselves. There's a healthy way of going about that. It's when we we allow our eight to really, and it can be even shut down, right? Our anger can go that direction of, I'm just not going to talk to you. You know, I'm out of here. So it could be that all the way to really nines can blow up and we can have a fit of rage. Um, it happens once in a blue moon, but people don't know what to do with that space. And so I think it's just good for listeners to recognize we are trying so hard and get so exhausted by trying to make everyone happy. And we have to learn that's never possible and that's not our role. And we have to learn how to stop that unhealthy pattern and love others well without accommodating. That's right. Wow. Well, there you go. The inner workings of a nine. Everybody <laughs> thought you were just peaceful and they're this, you just... <laughs> 
living in harmony, going with the flow. And we make knew? it look right. easy, but there man, was, there was it's a, a whole, whole thing inside, right? There's a whole. It's it's yes. kind of like going to Chick Fil A. You know, you just you go and you order your chicken sandwich, and you show up on the other side, and oh voila, there's a chicken sandwich. But there's you take a, a peek happening. inside, and you realize, wow, that took a lot of work to get me that order quickly. That's that's the nine. There's right a there. lot of work going and, on and to at make the end happy. they always say it's my pleasure <laughs> <laughs> yeah. always. always good points always good point. oh man well laura how can people find out more about your coaching and uh, what you are able to offer in leadership uh they can find me at infiniteclaritycc.com or at infinite clarity on facebook and instagram and linkedin oh Great. fantastic thank you laura and brandon what about you I'm over at aimandanchorcoaching.com, and you can also find me Instagram, TikTok, uh, same name. Aim and Anchor. That's awesome. And you both are on our network, right? That's right. So go to myenneagramcoach.com, and you can put in Brandon and Laura's name, and you can find them there as well. That would be awesome. So thank you so much. If you really want to learn more about uh, wings and all of the things associated with the Enneagram, head on over to yourenneagramcoach.com. If you're looking for a coach, head over to myenneagramcoach.com where we've got thousands of coaches around the world that are ready to help. And for those of you who want to bless others by becoming a certified Enneagram coach, our team is waiting to hear from you to help you to accomplish the dreams that you desire to use this understanding of yourself and how to serve other people so that they can experience the same. Yep, and that's at yourenneagramcoach.com forward slash BEC. But as always, the Enneagram reveals your need for Jesus, not your need to work harder. It is the gospel that transforms us. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time. We're going to be talking about type nine and their wings, uh, which are type eight and type one. If the concept of wings is new to you, Check out episode 160 where we explain what Enneagram wings are, uh, particularly in detail. 